You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. This is Sister Lavina Pamet. I'm a Franciscan Sister to Sacred Heart with the Archdiocese of Chicago Office for Religious. And this is the show Dare to Love. Dare to Love is a program that cultivates vocation awareness in the Archdiocese of Chicago through our discussion of topics related to vocation discernment and promotion and vocation ministry. We are part of the Chicago Archdiocesan Vocation Association, vocation ministers here, operative in the Archdiocese of Chicago. And um, today I'm being helped by uh, Michael May and Brian Brock as um, our, our people who are doing the recording here in the studio. And for people who are listening in, um, you may not see um, our guest today, Father Adam McDonald. You might remember him from... Uh, I think from last year was the last time that he was here, and he's back today. Welcome, Father Adam. And also, um, the new thing, I don't think that we've done this before, Father Adam. Uh, Before, when you were, I think uh, this is your third time, fourth time? And uh, probably, hopefully, I know you're a very busy person, but as I, I, you know, it's an open invitation. Hopefully, and maybe uh, people might respond to this to um, be a co-host if he can, <laughs> because he travels all over the nation and and sometimes internationally as well. And uh, one of the things, Father Adam, um, and I'll I'll get you to uh, introduce yourself um, and all that. But the new thing that that's happening with Father Adam even though this is his third or fourth time here as a guest for Dare to Love, is that now um, we are also on YouTube. And so um, you get to see some pictures while, you know, while Father Adam, I know there's no doubt you can describe your ministries, but there's nothing like pictures to describe them. So, you know, I'm so excited for, you know, all that you're going to be sharing with us. So uh, for those who um, don't know Father Adam yet, um, why don't you maybe introduce yourself a little bit? You know, what's your congregation? And then uh, I know you've, you've done this before, but like where you're from, because people might recognize where that is. And I think that's where you are right now, right? Go ahead, Father Adam. Yes. 
Thank you, Sister Lavina. Good morning, or I could say magandang umaga. There you go. <laughs> I he speak knows Tagalog language, too. Tagalog yeah. from the Philippines. Yeah. So, uh, Father Adam McDonald, and such a privilege to be back on the show today. Thank you for inviting me. I am a missionary priest of the Society of the Divine Word. We are known by our initials SVD, and many of you in the Chicago area would know our uh, headquarters in Northbrook, Illinois. We have a large campus there we call Techni, and many people from Chicago have made retreats or attended mass at our beautiful chapel of the Holy Spirit there. So I've been a divine word missionary now uh, in vows since 1994 and an ordained priest in the society since the year 2000. So this June, I will celebrate uh, 22 years young in the priesthood. My mission as a priest has taken me to the Philippines, uh, your native country, Sister Lovina, and spent four years on mission there and then have been back in the United States serving in various leadership and administrative capacities, doing spiritual direction for our men in formation, and for the last 11 years, serving on our vocation team for North America, including the U.S., Canada, and the Caribbean, thus the travel, and also serving on the board of directors of the National Religious Vocation Conference, being involved in CAVA and many other organizations. So it is really great to be back on the program. I'm a native of Flint, Michigan, about an hour north of Detroit. Everyone knows about our water problems, and I'm drinking some filtered water as we speak. And I'm actually here in Flint uh, visiting my father and stepmother, uh, having a little bit of uh, downtime, as it were, as everyone should take some time during the summer to relax and rejuvenate. And I'm speaking to you here from my father's uh, library, if you will, here at his residence. So and I'm so thank you grateful. For thank you, Father Adam, because, you know, I'm, um, you know, you're, you're with us here um, during your really your your rest time, play time. But, <laughs> you know, you're you're so good. Thank you so much for your uh, generosity of time. And also, I mean, you know, not just talking to you now, but, you know, kind of uh, looking for the pictures that you're going to be sharing later and all that. Sure. But thank you. Um, appreciate that. Sure. Um, one Absolutely. thing one thing that our listeners and our viewers need to know is that, yes, I grew up in the Philippines. My first language is a Filipino, Tagalog from Manila and then Filipino. I even went to school to learn the grammar. And yet, you know, having mm. lived in the United States, you know, it, I'm more comfortable with Taglish. You know, sort of like, you know, if you've stayed here long enough, you kind of start mixing language. So and, yes. you know, a little bit of Spaniel in there, you know, but <laughs> when I am stuck and I can't find it online, I go to Father Adam and go, how do you say this? <laughs> so it's happened I, a yeah, few times. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> because you you taught mm. uh, some of it, um, the language mm. arts for uh, Filipino or uh, mm-hmm. Well, Tagalog is a language, you know, um, that that Filipino is based on. But right. yeah, there's nothing like um, teaching it that you would kind of <laughs> remember that. So, Very true. Yeah. But, you know, uh, Father Adam, I really, uh, because it's been well, more than two years since we've started, um, you know, the, the quarantine, I think in March mm-hmm. of 2020, um, mm-hmm. and vocation ministry and all our life has changed. So during COVID, I know you've done a lot of creative stuff and you've continued your presence and Kava's presence because of you um, managing our social media, our Facebook. So what about you as a vocation minister? How did COVID affect you and your vocation ministry? Yeah, that's a great question, Sister Lavina. I appreciate the 
opportunity to reflect on what it has been like. And it's interesting to look at it now, a couple years into the pandemic, um, because there is a sense of gratitude and a sense of awareness of the working of the Holy Spirit, of which I was very unaware and unsure early on in this process. In the beginning, like everyone else, it was sort of that, how will I do what I'm supposed to do when I can't do it the way that I used to? And the grace of the Holy Spirit for me and for my Divine Word community was to embrace the technology we're using this morning and the power of the internet to connect people. So what we realized as a vocation team was that we might not be able to physically go out and visit the homes and the families of young men who are discerning, which is so important for us to build relationships with those who are looking into this way of life. But we realized we could reach out to them and invite them into a virtual community and circle of support and encouragement, realizing that the people who were discerning were also going through the challenges and the questions and the doubts that were being brought about by the pandemic. So we launched in February of 2021 an online discernment group. Um, these are some of my colleagues on my vocation team, including our lay coordinator, Mr. Len Hall, who is a proud grandfather for the third time very recently, and he right. coordinates all of our efforts. And then I have Father Tin, Father Anthony, and Father Duan, who join me. And so every last Thursday of the month, we've been meeting on Zoom, and we have consistently had a group of about eight young men from all corners of the U.S., points across Canada, and we've had some men from Haiti in the Caribbean who more recently have been joining us. And we have been able to present them with information about our way of life and different aspects of missionary life and religious life in general, talking about vocations and the things that support vocations like our prayer life. And then most importantly, inviting the men themselves into conversation. So using the best aspect of Zoom, breakout rooms for small group discussion and prayer. And it's really become a powerful tool for us. So we we kind of scratched our heads and said, well, why weren't we doing this before the pandemic? Zoom existed before COVID, but we just didn't know that it would be such a powerful way. When, when we're working with discerners from Canada to the Caribbean and everywhere in between, how could we logistically bring them together? Even without COVID, we couldn't afford to, to bring people together physically. But this is a way that we are now connecting people from across all these different corners. And Sister Lavina, all I can say is that the program has really borne tremendous fruit. Great. Would you believe in a year and a half since we've been doing this, one of the men who early on participated in our very first session in February of 2021 is now in formation with our community. Wonderful. Another young man who's been in the program just got accepted to join us. And two others, uh, three others who've been regular participants are in the application process. So we're talking about a core group of men who, who are in conversation with us. You know, they're already, you know, interested and they want to deepen that relationship. So we're not finding at this point that it's necessarily attracting people to learn about us for the first time, but it's sort of those that we're in conversation with, offering them this resource to join this program. We call it discerning the call to mission. So since we are a missionary congregation, that is our charism to be worldwide international missionaries, spreading the divine word, the word of God and proclaiming the gospel all around the world. And so we're a, that's our very particular aspect of our uh, mission. 
and it's just been a tremendous way of bringing us together. And the other unexpected blessing, Sister Lavina, has been that it has invited our team members to work together and collaborate in a different way. Before COVID, we were all kind of doing our own thing. I'm going here, he's going there. You're working with this individual, I'm working with this group. And this has invited us to have a shared collaborative effort. We take turns hosting and planning the programs and doing the coordinating. And it's it's just been tremendous. So who knew that the pandemic would also bring us new opportunities and new blessings to avail of. So we're, we're humbled and, and we're very grateful. Agreed. And that's so wonderful. Yeah. And I know for, for CAVA, for the Chicago Archdiocesan Vocation Association, we have had that online discernment program. And this is a collaborative effort that was uh, a monthly online thing. This is before, <laughs> way before COVID. And in fact, because some of the vocation ministers, they don't necessarily live in Chicago because um, people may not necessarily know this, um, religious members, um, especially if they're international or, or national and are spread um, all over in different states, we might be moved to our, you know, different localities. And so um, the, the, the social media, online, um, the Zoom, you know, or, you know, in this case, Teams, um, any video conferencing that we do, that kind of brings people together if you cannot do it in person. And it also expanded the participation. So this is really wonderful. Why don't we take a short break right now? And then sure. we'll come back and we will talk um, a little bit more about um, your experience in confirmation with young people. Sometimes I wonder what this journey will bring. And you guide me. Imagine spending a week on the tranquil grounds of the University of St. Mary the Lake where you can pray, reflect, and learn from the rich treasures of the Bible. An invitation for all to experience the annual Summer Scripture Conference, June 19th to 24th, might just be for you. Notable scripture scholars from across the United States will present this year's program, focusing on interpreting scripture in the church. The five presenters will share on a variety of topics, including interpreting scripture and the Vatican II documents, different Christian denominations and how they differ in perspectives on scripture, the Bible and politics in America today, what scripture says about children, how to use scripture in prayer, and interpreting scripture for the life and mission of the church. For registration and conference package information, visit our website at www.usml.edu slash summerscripture or call 847-837-4575. This year's conference will be both in-person and virtual. This is year 44 for me teaching. When I started here, there were teachers here that had taught me when I was a student. Now I'm the old person. <laughs> right now, I teach junior high math. I love when kids find 
what I'm teaching to be fun and they get it. They see that light bulb go off and it's a thrill. People are always amazed, what, what? You're here for 44 years? It's hard for me to believe, frankly. <laughs> I love what I do. Every summer I think, oh, I miss the classroom. Even on the weekends, I think I can't wait to get back on Monday and teach those quadratic equations. <laughs> Shape the next generation of leaders. Teach. Apply today at artschicago.org slash schooljobs. Catholic Charities is establishing a forum for dialogue and debate about complex issues in our world involving social values, faith, social justice, and the mission of charity. We are convening professionals who influence corporate, philanthropic, and government decision-making to foster greater awareness about the needs of our region and the power of faith in serving. Join us for the first gathering of the St. Martin de Porres Society on Wednesday, June 22nd at the Newberry Library, 60 West Walton Street in Chicago. St. Martin de Porres was a Peruvian lay brother of the Dominican order who is noted for his work on behalf of the poor. At this inaugural event, Bishop Robert Lombardo and Sally Blount, Catholic Charities President and Chief Executive Officer, will lead a discussion on poverty and the Catholic response. For more information on attending this special event, call 312-948-6797 or email us at partners at catholiccharities.net. This is Sister Lavina, your host for Dare to Love. Dare to Love is a program that cultivates vocation awareness in the Archdiocese of Chicago um, and um, also the coordinator of Religious Vocation Ministries and coordinator of CAVA, which is the Chicago Archdiocesan Vocation Association. I'm here in the studio today with Mike Mays and Brian Brock uh, from the Radio TV uh, Ministries here in the Archdiocese and Pastoral Center, Quigley. And also online with me um, on video conference, I have Father Adam McDonald, who is a divine word missionary. And also um, right now, um, Father Adam, what I am curious about is how the weather is going over there in Michigan. Because I know it's been crazy. It's been warm here. Is it too warm there or is it just perfect for after this interview are you gonna go out are you near the lake or whatever or yeah sister Lavina, thanks for asking it uh, was pretty warm when i got here yesterday but uh i guess a cold front came through this morning and it's in the low 70s with low humidity we're not near the lake per se but i think i might find a chance to go out and take a walk with my dad after this so it's going to be pretty nice that's yeah. wonderful and i think that's what i wanted to make sure that people understand is that you know, taking time for yourself, especially, you know, I think you've learned other than being creative um, with going on social media, having other creative ways to be together, even though you're not in person for safety or, you know, distance, whatever, it's also that self-care. It's so important. Before we didn't, you know, there's that American culture of, you know, it's like, I, why are you being lazy or, you know, and the two weeks vacation you know, which is a regular thing for Americans, is something that in Europe and in other places, you know, they take like a month or something. 
Um, and that's so important. Or if you, you take, you know, like even an hour, you know, during the weekend. And on Sundays for us, um, especially for Christians, for Catholics, it's so important to just chill out with your family. And that is actually very much related um, and not just like pious prayer. You can also be praying by enjoying nature, taking walks, and that presence. And I always love to say that, Father Adam, your presence, I'm so impressed because I wasn't paying attention when I first came to Chicago and I met you. I didn't even know that you did not live in Chicago because you, I, you just felt so present. You were there in person, but also you were very present online. And not until I you know, finally paid attention to where you lived, I'm like, oh my goodness, it's actually their offices are in Iowa. So I just wanted to to thank you for that, for your for your great Thanks presence. for the shout out for Iowa. <laughs> it's an easy commute from Dubuque, Iowa to Chicago. It's about three, three and a half hours. So right. we do it often. Yeah. And enjoy the beauty of nature along the way. For exactly. Sure. Exactly. And probably listening and, and singing with music, right? <laughs> Got it. Mm-hmm. But speaking of <laughs> presence, you had a special presence and also like a mutual kind of presencing. Uh, and tell us about your experience with young people and their confirmation. Yeah. Thank you for asking, Sister Lavina. So this is so well-timed because we're on the verge of celebrating Pentecost this weekend, right? The coming of the Holy Life Spirit. And so a lot of people are being confirmed right now. And would you believe two weeks ago, I was in Fort Worth, Texas at a parish staffed by my brother, Divine Word Missionaries. And I was invited by the pastor to come and give a confirmation retreat for 22 young people there at St. Paul the Apostle Parish in Fort Worth, where summer has started for sure. It was about 98 degrees every day, and that's another story. But here we were, and the retreat was a Friday evening, Saturday morning kind of schedule, and here you see me with the participants. And I have to confess, Sister Lavina, being as hot as it was and being on a Friday evening, Mm -hmm. can you imagine how people felt when we arrived in the room? I looked at the faces of these young people, and I could see they really didn't want to be there. And in all (laughs) honesty and full disclosure here, I was a little bit tired from driving from Iowa to Texas to get there for this event. So I'm not sure I wanted to be there on a Friday night. And yet the experience was one that the Holy Spirit was very present because within 30 minutes of our being together, there was this transformation on the faces and in the hearts of the young people. They came up with these posters Mm -hmm. where they described in word and image the different gifts of the Holy Spirit. So of course, you know, my tactic in giving a retreat is I'm not gonna do all the talking here, right? I'm just gonna kind of prime the pump and invite the young people to reflect. So they they were broken up into small groups where they had to talk about the meaning of the gifts and how they would depict them in word and image. And this is what they came up with in talking about how these gifts of the Holy Spirit, I, I was helping the children reflect on how these are like our spiritual superpowers that God has entrusted to the church and to each of us so that we can use these superpowers to make an impact and make a difference in the world. And so we went home Friday night. We came back Saturday morning. Saturday morning, we had an opportunity to reflect on how God is uh, calling each of us to use our gifts in a particular way. So I had a chance to share a bit of my vocation story. We had a a layman and catechist in the parish who shared about his call Mm. to be a teacher of the faith and to marriage and family life, and just really kind of inviting the young people to get in touch with what is their story? What is the way that God is calling them to use their gifts to make a difference? So we then had a period of uh, Eucharistic adoration and opportunity for reconciliation. And by the time we finished Saturday at noon, 
and I had little gift bags prepared for each Aww. of the students, you know, so they'd have a little something to remember our time together. There were tears, there was laughter, there was joy. And it was just amazing to think, wait a minute, we started on Friday night, Friday night, like, what are we doing here? Why are we here? And by Saturday morning, it was like, wait, it's over? Like, we want this to continue. So it's just amazing to go from, as you said, the power of that virtual connection across distance and time, and yet to be safe enough now with all the protocols that we observed to be able to gather and the power of that personal presence and how it transformed the hearts of these young people. So I will be praying for them and present with them as they receive uh, their confirmation very soon. And as we all receive once again, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. So what a powerful way, even in the time of COVID to be able to prepare for confirmation by being together for this powerful experience. It was just a, a real heart changer and game changer for me too. I'm so grateful I had that opportunity. That is so beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. And of speaking of developing that connection, um, you know, working with young people, um, you have someone in your life um, as a vocation minister. And when you mentioned it, it sounded to me like you're like one proud papa. You may not be married with kids, but this is how religious life can be. Living a celibate life doesn't mean it's barren. I mean, totally the opposite. You can actually have, and especially in vocation ministry, when you've mentored and accompanied someone in your life, Father Carl Gales. Tell me about Father Carl. That's right, Sister Lavina. So it's a wonderful progression in our conversation. We started talking about COVID and how we responded to the pandemic. And we talked about confirmation as we prepare this weekend for Pentecost and the coming of the Holy Spirit. And we've already kind of touched on this idea of commitment, right? Mm -hmm. How are we using the gifts of God in this time to witness God's love to others and invite others into relationship with God? And this past weekend in Chicago, uh, I had the opportunity to witness, uh, I'll say young man, who's just six years my junior. I'll not tell you my age, but we're close in age. And, and Father Carl, I witnessed his ordination as a divine word missionary priest. And that was on Saturday. And then on Sunday, last weekend, I had the opportunity to come celebrate at his solemn Thanksgiving Mass and deliver the homily, as Father Carl, you can see there, uh, was ordained. He's there together with Father Derek Nguyen, who was the other Divine Word Missionary Priest being ordained that day. In the middle is Bishop Curtis Guillory, uh, SVD, member of our Divine Word community, who is the Bishop Emeritus mm -hmm. of the Diocese of Beaumont, Texas. We have our Provincial Superior, Father Kwong, Din SVD on the far right of the picture. And then on the far left is Father Mark Weber, who is the Director of Formation at our uh, Theology Formation House in Hyde Park, where I men study at Catholic Theological Union. So I first got to know Carl in 2013, when I received his name from an online referral service. And I thought, oh, this is great. All I have to do is call Carl and tell him, hey, I understand you wanna be a priest. Here's what you gotta do. And uh, to this day, uh, Carl and I still talk about how we don't know exactly how and why I got his name when I did, because in fact, Carl had been discerning a couple years prior to my calling him. Mm -hmm. But he had kind of looked at some different communities and the diocese and felt like, you know, maybe this isn't for me. And then here I get his name and I give him a call and he's like, well, wait a minute. I thought I was done discerning. And it, it was a, a little bit of a process to get the conversation started. Of course, I told Carl, you know, 
you have no obligation to talk to me. I'm just trying to do my job, quote unquote, as a vocation director and, right. and be accountable. I get a name and I follow up. And uh, he called me back a few weeks later, having thought about what are the odds that this vocation director would be calling him at this point in his life. And that began a conversation that started and unfolded over about a year until Carl decided he was called in his late 30s at the age of 37 at the time mm -hmm. to join formation with our community. And he did a pre-theology program, a one-year novitiate program of spiritual formation, preparing for temporary vows. He did a four-year degree in theology at the Catholic Theological Union in Hyde Park. He did a two-year mission training program in the Democratic Republic of the Congo, leading to his perpetual vows last fall, diaconate ordination in October of last year, and his priesthood ordination. So as you said, I may not physically have fathered a child <laughs> right, or right. born yeah. a child in my womb, but I feel like I've given birth yeah. to something. Of course, there are so many people that God has Thank used Thank you, process, Father Adam. That's beautiful. You know, contact, so, so time grateful. just flew. We're, this is the end of the show, but thank you so much for being with us. And uh, the YouTube viewers, you will have um, Father Adam's contact. Otherwise, you can um, you can uh, come to vocationscava.org, and Father Adam's uh, information will be there if you're interested in contacting him. Father Adam, have a great time with your family in Michigan. Okay, Thank we'll you, talk Sasha. to you She'll soon. All right. Take care. Thank you, everyone. This is Blessings. What I